Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to this podcast, Yovana the Ageless, where our mission is to unleash everything about living ageless in collaboration with the experts in ancient healing practices from all across the world. Yovana the Ageless is an experiential ancient lifestyle online platform with focus on ageless living. This space has emerged from our innate desire to impart knowledge and experience on living ageless at body, mind and consciousness level. Yovna ecosystem is all about knowledge sharing and living a traditional lifestyle driven from a medley of worldly timeless wisdom of yoga, Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, microbiotics, qigong and raw alkaline and living food philosophy. At Yovna, we share this timeless wisdom in collaboration with experts through this podcast and courses on our Yovna platform conducted by global experts in ancient modalities. On this platform, we discuss everything from foods to rituals, to lifestyle, to yogic and ancient movement practices like Qigong, Ayurveda, and much more. Here you learn to live a way of life to regain Yavna, the youth, living by the wreath, the universal order of healing and agelessness. We invite you to realize the divinity of your innate potential to remain ageless with us on this platform, Yavna. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for yet another podcast session at Yovna the Ageless with Scott. Scott is in the natural wellness industry for years and years, and he's doing some amazing work. He's uh, working on brain health. I mean, you know, a lot of health educators are working on body health, but uh, Scott's area of research and you know, what he does is more on the mind side. So this is what our conversation is going to be. And this is going to be an interesting conversation because we'll be talking about plants and mind. So Scott, uh, welcome on the show and thank you so much for joining in today. Thank you. DP. Let me just introduce you first and then we'll start with the session. Yeah? Mm. Okay. Scott is a lifelong student of natural wellness and longevity. He spent years traveling around the globe in his 20s and then came back to attend and graduate as a macrobiotic uh, consultant from the Cushy Institute in 1985. He has written a few books on diet, disease, health, uh, diet, diet, disease and health connection and has sold over 90,000 copies. He started manufacturing his own wellness products 20 years ago and his first brain tonic beverage sold in every Whole Foods and 1,400 other natural health food stores across the US and Europe. He's been a keynote speaker at conferences uh, in Russia and the US. He's 66 and he is the owner of Synaptic Scientific, a nutraceutical company that creates a high potency brain tonic and medicinal mushroom mix. So, um, Scott, my first question to you, uh, how, you know, uh, you, you are associated with the wellness industry. How did your focus shift from bo body to the mind and gradually moving on to having your own company that creates products for the mind? Mm. Uh, well, it was watching people and was, and I, I was mortified by what was happening in my own country. Uh, and I've always been interested in mental wellness, not so much from the depression and anxiety, because I didn't really experience that much in my own life. It was more I saw from my own personal experience writing books is, is that there were certain plants that really helped me focus and stay motivated and i was really fascinated by that the the kind of the branch into creating formula like that formulas like that was seeing what was happening in my own culture around the way 
I thought basically people are losing their minds. And I saw that mental health, you know, depression, anxiety, ADHD, not including motivation and concentration and clear level-headed thinking can be profoundly, profoundly helped through plant-based cognitive enhancing formulas. And actually, Deep D, this is why I love talking to you because a lot of those plants historically came out of the Ayurvedic tradition. They were plants that were grown in that area in Southeast Asia, some in Africa, some in the other places, but it was really the Ayurvedic tradition that captured those plants and understood the role they were playing in helping the mind and the brain think think clearly. So that was really the motivating factor was watching in you know horror as you know there were a couple things actually here in america and i don't know how broad your audience is but so i can only give you some american numbers mm -hmm. um 14 million americans currently use amphetamines every single day legal amphetamines pharmaceuticals to wow. deal with brain fog and concentration 14 million there's another 37 million around 18 that represents about 18% of the adult population and so i presume your listening audience That's use incredible. use antidepressants so i believe absolutely that there is a correlation between those numbers and those wrong tools and what those tools are doing, those pharmaceuticals are doing to people's thinking, there's a correlation between that and this increase in overreactivity, black and white thinking, uh, gross generalizations, you know, prejudice, uh, loss of language accuracy in every level from the what we're listening to on TV to daily conversations, uh, argumentative thinking instead of thoughtful thinking, you know, divisive aggressiveness. And, and then ultimately, and this is what's really growing in uh, my own country, is what, what is now being considered cult-like behavior or cult-like thinking. And I yeah. believe all of that is a loss of neuroplasticity, what they're call, calling neuroplasticity, which is your ability to deal with conflicting ideas, multiple uh, uh, concepts, multiple opinions, and being able to stay centered and find out and stay in communication. And I think that was largely being caused not only by what people are eating, but, and this is where it really drives me, the wrong tools those pharmaceutical tools are yeah. not actually nourishing the brain and repairing the brain they're tweaking the brain and to me one of the keys then is to use these plants that have been given to us by nature to start to unwind the brain's uh uh problems and and because uh, it actually does that it can it can really change and and nourish the brain back to a more centered place to a more healthy tissue yeah so um 
so many questions I have just, just for the introduction uh, of yours. So, <laughs> Sorry, uh, but no, no, that's perfectly okay. I mean, you know, but but I would really want to um, th that gives me another perception that uh, the uh, mental conditions that you just talked about, like the the extreme ones, like depression, anxiety, and um, ADHD, which actually culminate as a part of cognitive issues over years. I mean, anxiety would not happen in a day, but somewhere some cognition issues would start happen to you, and that would just continue, and from there something else will happen. And I mean, I, I guess it's 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 a journey rather than saying that anxiety just happened to me. It doesn't work like that, right? Uh, correct, correct. Anxiety doesn't just happen. It's it's often at times the accumulation of thing and that inability to get yourself back to balance because every human being on the planet experiences anxiety. If you've ever been in a near automobile accident, that's called anxiety. Uh, if you've ever you know dealt with a child or a friend who gets into an accident or gets hurt or you've ever had pressure because if you don't pass this test, if you don't do that job, everyone yeah. experiences that. There's something that, at the back going on. There's, uh, there's, pardon me? There's something at the back going on all the time, which culminates into, uh, you know. Well, well even, even if you are completely a balanced human being, you're going to experience those things. It's part of being human. The, the, the key is what happens after that. Are you able to find balance again are you able to the next morning after a good night's sleep or a couple of days of rest or or you know speaking to friends or getting a new perspective on the situation are you able to find yourself into um you know homeostasis again or are you now at a higher level where you've got this now ongoing level of anxiety and depression that's where it gets dangerous and so what these plants allow you to do is bring yourself back to balance so scott help me understand like the numbers that you just shared with us uh yeah. the u.s numbers of the people you know high on these wrong tools as you just wrong tools uh how many people are actually like you know going i'm not asking about the statistics but a general um you know your your own observation about how many people are actually aware that they have these cognitive issues which can you know culminate gradually into all these mental conditions because if it is a progression then i believe if we use these plants that we'll be talking about in you know in the session uh, right now um these plants have this capability of gradually bringing you back to balance if you include them in your daily routine as a like like we include the foods and Correct. then you don't reach a peak where all these conditions become you know extreme so but some level of awareness is needed where somebody says okay you know uh, maybe say for example somebody has this argumentative nature so somebody people have to realize that this argumentative nature is not human nature i mean there is something you know cognition Off. not working correct yeah. so but you know what is that level of awareness i guess that's a that's a bigger gap than people realizing that they have you know any kind of mental or uh, emotional concern so it, the, the problem starts really from the back rather than saying that i have anxiety or depression or whatever and it starts with cognitive issues but that level of awareness in the people is not there so you know it's i believe that's a big gap what's your take on that Oh, it is a big gap. And you're basically, you're saying, I know, how do we fix this? Because it yeah. requires not just the consumption of these plants that help. It's also the awareness of what's going yeah. on. Exactly. And, uh, I'm fascinated by uh, books and documentaries on cults. 
there's there's actually recently one on Netflix about um, a about a, a a church in Utah that was kind of based on well it doesn't matter which one it was based on but it was a very strong cult and it was it, it became world news at least in the U.S. about these about what was happening with the women and children mainly and so they're interviewing these these people who got out and one of the things that they all seem to say is that when you're in it and you're surrounded by people who think this way it's very very difficult to get out because you have to take yourself out and go is this true is this really the way the world works are these ideas true are they true to me and and sure enough it it took in sometimes it takes them years to get out well i think the same thing is happening that if you if you for people who think largely in black and white us versus them you know that kind of thinking it it's a hard hard thing to get out because you're surrounded by people who generally think that same way you're mm, listening yeah. to media who generally thinks that same way yeah. so you're asking a very big question how do you affect it and my my wife and i actually just had this you know conversation over breakfast this morning it, it, all you can do is help one person at a time you know yeah. do one more talk like this do one more podcast so that it reaches people to get them to go huh i hadn't thought about that so that's how you, that's the only way that's the only way i can do it yeah no and then i guess the session really helps in a way because uh you know we are trying to create that awareness that th there is a way out it's, yeah, um, th yeah that's a big thing because a lot of people stuck in that mentality do not even realize there's a way out no so yeah okay so uh, scott my next question is uh you know after all these years of working with plant medicine that you have been and you know also associated with the the, the, the foods and being into the wellness industry and teaching people about the power of plants to heal hmm. what is the most surprising or uncommon thing that you've come across uh that that uh people don't believe in the power of plants to heal i think that's it i think that's, the that's general it. perception of is I, I always say it's like mint tea you know they hear mint calms the nervous system or something and they're drinking this weak mint tea and go yeah this is like this is like fairyland this is like twigs and leaves and you know uh, and then the other one it, that drives me batty is that it's unscientific i love science i love facts i love proof i love it i love that model and where i think it's shortcoming in is that until it and, and this is what really gets me is until it comes from the high priestesses of science people oftentimes won't make yeah. a, a choice so they say well until my doctor describes to me bacopa monieri at a 40 to you know to one potency what you're saying is bullshit 
And you just, you know, you just think, don't you realize you are a walking Petri dish? We are all a walking experiment. We've got to take this into our own own hands. But again, that's part of the way clear thinking works is to realize we are in control of our health more than any of the experts in which we are leaning on for their advice. You've got to make these choices. You and I are great examples. There's no way in hell we would have ever gotten to where we are in our health had we waited around for the high priestesses of whatever you know model of health that we're waiting. We, we would still be waiting. And so a lot of the things that, that I studied back in the 70s and 80s where people thought they were kooky are now commonplace. And I would say to any listener, you've got you've to start taking this into your own hands. And so that's it. And the, the, other, the other thing, uh, an aspect of that, that, that people think plant medicine is not strong. I'll t- the way I always prove it to them is I say, you come over to my house, I'm going to put a rice seed, you know, like one grain of rice, a mount of Celestris panicolatus, which is just a plant that's actually from a seed. They call it black oil. They call it black oil. I'll just put that much underneath your tongue and let's continue talking. It's impossible to not notice the effect in your head you start to get the feeling like your eyes are brighter you can think clearer and for those who who can't come to my house and don't even know how to pronounce the the latin word of the plant that i just said if you've ever drunk coffee what do you think is going on that is classic plant medicine and there are dozens of highly effective plants on the same vein as the uh as the uh, coffee bean that are out there and they're not actually caffeinated they have different effects on the brain and some of the science now is showing that it actually is a some of these plants taken at least 30 to 60 days clear up brain plaque Brain plaque, as we are now all learning, is one of the main reasons why people get um, cognitive decline in their later years. So these are out there, and uh, you know you just have to you just have to access these plants in at a pot- a high enough potency to get their effect. And uh, I guess you just rightly said because uh, I, while you were saying this, I was just correlating this to how. In India, Ayurveda has been there for years and uh, a lot of medications, some of the ones which are proven and some some maybe which are in the process of being proven in, in future or, you know, coming months or years. Um, you know, th- this wisdom is, has always been there and it's been passed on to us as a part of our generation. Like I'll give an example, like uh, Tulsi. Okay. Uh, Tulsi. Tuls- Tulsi, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that used to be a household plant in every house uh, up till a few years ago and uh, there was a simple remedy people elders used to you know take this five six leaves of tulsi in in most of the indian households and this used to start their day first day with tulsi 
and i mean th th there was no reason as in uh, to to justify why they're doing it but over years when i started and and i realized i realized how strong adaptogen it is so you know there is some wisdom coming on in 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 everyday things that we had been doing in the past which we have stopped doing and somewhere i think it's definitely impacting us uh, not just the body but the mind part as well yeah i'm really glad you brought up tulsi tulsi for for those who don't live in india is also known as holy basil and holy basil, uh, the, the Latin term is osimum sanctum. I think that's one of the coolest names in the world. Listen what the, the phrase is, osimum sanctum. Sanctum means sacred. And one of the, one of the effects that they're seeing that, os by the way, osimum sanctum, your Tulsi, is in my cognition formula. I pu we, we put oh, it in wow. there. And by the way, I, I didn't just create this out of, I actually hired a, an extraordinary uh, botanist. He's got a double PhD. He works with pharmaceutical companies. He's from, born and raised in India. He comes from a long line of Ayurvedic practitioners and his understanding of plant medicine is second to none. And when he was describing to me Tulsi and also, also known as uh, um, um, Osimum Sanctum, um, he said, Scott, it's what opens up the top of the head to intuition. And when I take it, that's my sense is that the, however that works, however uh, 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 um, intuition works and whatever is at the top of my head, I don't know all of the mechanics behind the Check brain, so but I can feel that sense of I am, I am not just thinking on my own. I'm able to have that sense of what are the best decisions I should do here? What are, mm -hmm. you know, that the way intuition works. So that's fascinating that they used to have it. And did you, did, did you take the leaves and put it into tea or was it placed in the Yeah, so that, uh, I mean, even I used to use it for quite a long time till the time I had that plant at home. Now I don't have it. But yeah, you know, it was used multiple ways. Like we, uh, if, if you have cold issues or sinus issues, then you used to use honey with, with ginger and having some tulsi leaves in or uh, starting your day with tulsi my mom still does it she she takes some leaves of tulsi and she adds it to her tea a cup of tea every oh, day now and i want to now i want to meet your mom now <laughs> oh, i'm gonna go over come over please come over <laughs> oh i would love it so, oh my gosh yeah so there, there, there's a lot of that ancient wisdom definitely you know in, in indian households and i am not very sure if that's the reason but she's a very calm lady she, she's very very calm and uh, of course, uh, some 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 wisdom definitely coming in from her age also, but some uh, remedies which are coming in as a part of our tradition, following those four years, starting the day in a specific way, uh, living day as per the uh, you know circadian rhythm, following all of these, and that could be a contributing factor that you know that that calmness and that stability of mind is 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 there. So. Definitely, I, I believe, you know, these herbs and plants do have a very strong effect on. Yeah, and another, 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 uh, this is, this is so extraordinary. I, I so love talking to you, Deep D. This is, I, you're really doing an extraordinary job, you know, of Thank educating so people and helping pass this on. So I'm very, very grateful for your platform. One of the things, you know, going back to my frustration and what pulls out my hair is I'm surrounded by people who, like I say, until it comes from my doctor, meaning my high priest, I won't listen to any of this because it's all just twigs and leaves and Tulsi, you know, growing on my uh, windowsill. What, what I love about that story with Tulsi and your mom is I use the example of vitamin C. You know, back 
even like 150 years ago, they were really mystified by why when we would send out a ship full of of sailors on a boat most of them would come back and they were teeth was going their 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 uh, their joints were hurting they would get really really sick and it took them a long time and lost hundreds of thousands of lives and they could not figure it out and then finally they did figure it out and it was this compound found in particular set of plants it's plants, folks. It's plants called, and we call it vitamin C, which now gives it this really scientific mm. meaning to it. And like, Looking okay, food. vitamin C. Without that vitamin C, we would not have collagen. Our teeth fall out. Nothing works in the body. And it's the same thing. When you, If you were completely void of vitamin C and laying sick, it takes a few days. It takes maybe a month. All of a sudden, that daily in dose of vitamin C starts to repair the cells and you start to regenerate and it is the exact identical thing with these cognitive enhancing herbs and compounds especially again if they are concentrated enough you start to feel that change happening in days and weeks and in a month amazing i mean uh Okay, so um, as we move on, of course, there's, there's a lot that I, I you know, the, to speak to you, but I'll go by the, the sequence of questions that I have. So um, uh, now another food for thought, like, you know, plant medicine for the body has been qu quite common, but plant medicine for the mind is quite uncommon, even, even though like you and I know, maybe a fraction of it we know, but we know that plant medicine does work for the mind. So uh, why do you think that plant medicine till now has only been uh, you know, uh, researched or worked on more for the body and not for the mind? Like, what could be the probable reason? Yeah, part of it is education. Uh, we just don't know. You know, in other words, people don't aren't familiar with those plants. We're, we're, we're familiar with protein because it, you know, changes our body. Mm. We're familiar with vitamin C because there's a history behind it. But once, believe me, once the high priestesses, I, I say that, please, I'm joking and I'm not being yeah. overly, overly critical of the medical system. But I, I, so once, once people with MD after their name and PhD start to recommend, start to talk about their own experiences, experiences you will see people in droves go and find these plants because now it's acceptable now it's mm, proven yeah. to them so that's really what's happening i think the other thing too is that we're at a stage in our human condition where we no longer need your mother's leaves off of the bush we need concentrated help because yeah. we're in such a bad state at least here in the states that you need you need the plant extraction technology that allows those the, them those people who understand botany that well and extract it out and then it comes down into 1000 percent higher than in that pill because our condition is acute we are in deep deep trouble and so we need very high doses of that now i will just say this we've already done that with the realm of vitamins if you go sit outside yeah. you can get some vitamin d some people are so screwed up and so missing those things uh that they need to take 
those concentrated forms of those plant medicines and eat the amount in a pill that would take months of eating whatever foods have vitamin D in them, you know, cod liver oil or something like that, you need to hit 50, 100 times, 200 times pills so that the body can then recover. It's the same thing, you know, that's why vitamin C come in 1000 milligrams now, because people know I need a lot of that given the stress, given the condition of the, you know, that we're in. So that's also what's going to help too. And the, and those plant technologies, extraction technologies are now there. In fact, we in, in cognition, we're using a company in your country. It's outside of Mumbai. Do I say Mumbai, right? Yes, that's right. Mum, Mumbai, Mumbai. Mumbai. When Mumbai. He, they say it, they say it with such a beautiful accent that I always think I'm screwing it up. They, Mumbai. No, no, it, it, it's all good. It's beautiful. And so they're using this thing called supercritical fluid extraction, which is just, I just love the science in it. They're able to drive the temperature down. They're using CO2, basically, and then they're using pressure. And what you end up with, you take 100 pounds of some of these plants like, um, you know, Centella Asiatica, and what comes out the other end is one pound. So you're getting this 100 to one extraction. And man, the, the uh, results from that kind of concentration are really what we need right now in, in our current state. Yeah, and th that makes so much of a sense, uh, you know, like uh, if we look at how uh, for the body, this specifically this um, uh, this area of functional medicine, which is bringing about a lot of revolution in the area of uh, introducing supplements and these, uh, you know, antioxidant supplements and these vitamin supplements, mineral supplements in higher doses. That's so, right. Uh, and, and I'm wondering if, if the, such concentrated forms can be used for the mind as well, which, which that's are the right. extracts that you're talking about. That's and right. That can have an indirect impact on the body as well, right? Because when your cognition is working fine, your body system is working fine. All the, all the in, internal systems are in balance and the body automatically stays in balance. Yeah, yeah. And these plants have much more effect than just the cells in the brain. It's not like they just go directly to the brain. They just are able to cross that blood-brain barrier and do the work they need to do in the brain. How, you know, the biomechanics of that are beyond my understanding. I think they're beyond everyone's understanding at this point, but they do affect, you know, the entire system. So, uh, okay. So, uh, do you think cognition-enhancing plant medicine uh, has an impact on, I don't know if should I be saying reversing or at least stabilizing these without a doubt conditions like depression, anxiety, you know, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, ADHD. Yeah. Now the, what the list you just gave has quite a range there because depression, yeah. like, you know, you can get someone out of depression oftentimes within a matter of minutes. Mm. There's a bunch of interesting yeah. things you can do that Parkinson's. That's a little harder. That's a very much yeah. longstanding condition. Yeah. So, but the answer is is it helps the brain function better and one of the one of the things i love now that they're starting to talk about that we studied back in the 70s and 80s is we were one of the one of the main things we understood when you learn about um natural health and natural foods is the whole idea of detoxification and to this day there's still plenty of groups that just laugh at the idea that you can detoxify the body or that the body even needs to detoxify. Great. That we, we don't, we won't even argue that anymore. But what I love now 
is that there is a term, and I always get the term wrong, but it's senescence, I think is what it is. Basically, mm -hmm. it's the acknowledgement uh, that of cell death. So okay. we all know that our cells don't last, you know, from the moment we're born until the moment we die, that all types of cells have a life cycle. Some as short as 10 days, the cells that line the intestines. Every 10 days, all that is replaced. Uh, bones are the longest. They take like seven years to replace. Uh, the liver, 90 days, 120 days. Same thing with red blood cells. They only last 90 days. And then they're dead. They're gone. And then new ones are regenerated. Well, the whole interesting thing is what happens to that dead material? What happens to that ne necrotic material? The dead, the dead bodies, I mean, what do you do with all that? How does the body get rid of that? And that whole science is now being cracked open and acknowledged. Well, one of the cool things about these plants that they're showing in, in studies is that it speeds up the ability to get rid of those subpar tissue that subpar cells is they're able to flush that out and it is in that flushing out that there is a big strong understanding of of, of why the brain starts to think clear when you are daily using these cognitive enhancing um plants and and the, the again the science is that it is able to remove all of that and then get it out so that you know the new baby cells and who the new the new yeah. regenerated cells are breathing clear have have clear running water you know and bloodstream coming <laughs> through it and suddenly the brain can suddenly see and be clear and that is the experience many of us feel when we take these these cells which by the way the other interesting oh, i think we probably are this may be another whole nother topic but the other one that's really the science behind it is the mushrooms when mm -hmm. people take medicinal mushrooms i really think the mycelium of certain fungi help do that better than almost anything else it allows you to remove all the dead tissue in the brain so that the brain can think clear uh, on this topic of <laughs> detoxification, you know, uh, I mean, mm. uh, that's incredible information, but my mind is just stuck on that thought of detoxification. I, I really want to create an awareness uh, on this from the ancient perspective, like, you know, uh, mm. what do yoga yoga and Ayurveda science has to say about it? So very interestingly, when, uh, when I was learning yoga, uh, uh, you know, how should you be starting your day uh, before your practice, like, you know, consuming maybe some ginger tea, having some tulsi leaves in the morning along with some black pepper. Um, th th there's a science behind it. What you're just trying to enhance your circulation by having all these uh, plant-based herbs. And when you uh, get into a yoga practice, which is about an hour's, hour, one and a half hour long practice, what you're doing is because of that enhanced circulation and when you're getting into that movement, your body is automatically getting into that detoxification mode. And through sweat, it's, it's taking out all those toxins. And once your body is clear of those toxins, once you're done with the practice, you immediately feel that rush of energy and positivity in the mind and you're ready for the day. So it's so correlated with what you're saying. My mind is just going back to, you know, what ancient sciences have to say about what science is saying right now. Yeah, I think one of the, one of the, the, the cool uh, pictures that occur to me when I do yoga is 
a sponge that's being squeezed. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, because that's when you are in, and I don't know, and I never remember any of the terms, but when you are in, you know, that a twist. A twist. You are squeezing those organs gently, you know, it's not like taking a, yeah. like a rag, but it's like that squeezing and then releasing and that squeezing and releasing. Exactly. And anyone who's ever held a dirty t-shirt underwater or a sponge and you've done that squeezing, you realize you are cleansing the cells of the t-shirt. You're cleansing the cells of the sponge and what you're left with is a higher operating device, thing, yes. tissue. Exactly. And that's where the plant medicine also has a role to play because these plant medicine then, uh, you know, kind of because of its different energetic effects, help support this entire process of squeezing and then, you know, getting back into shape. That's right. So and, it's, I and. I it's as simple as that. Uh, I guess it's simple. God, I hope it's simple. <laughs> yeah. It's complex and it's simple. You know, the other thing, the other, the other corollary to that is that if those organs of elimination aren't cl clean themselves, all of that dirty water all of that you know those that what you just cleanse from all those organs now has to go through those sieves those filters those natural means and if they themselves are dealing with their own necrotic you know replacement <laughs> program yeah. and and they and they're having the foods that are not conducive to good movement in the body then all of a sudden that gets trapped and then you've got problems with one particular you know where's the bottleneck is what what i'm always thinking where's the bottleneck in the body mm. is everything flowing or is there one spot where it's not doing well exactly. love it okay great so um scott now uh if if we look at the functioning of the mind and uh it's, it's very deeply to do with how you know, feel-good hormones, right? Yes. Specific hormones make us feel a certain way. So do these cognitive plant uh, extracts have an impact on the hormones as well? Because it's chemically, it's those hormones which will make you feel a certain way. Yeah. 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 I Yes. And, and the first thing I like to say when we dive into hormones is that it, it's a very complex uh, field of study. And even the top people in the field acknowledge we barely understand we're only beginning to tap into mm -hmm. exactly what all these particular hormones uh, affect and the the levels that they affect it's not just it's not just one or two things so what i'm about to say is a very simple model of the entirety of it uh, but i what i will say is just this if the answer is yes and mm -hmm. Anyone listening to that can experience the, that themselves in about an hour's time. Now, I'm going to give you one great example. Anybody on the planet right now, believe it or not, has access to a African seed called, called Graphonia simplicifolia. That is never an easy one to remember. Graphonia simplicifolia. And unfortunately, it does not have a simple... Uh, you know, name. name name to it like Tulsi. You know, it has that's mm -hmm. what it is called. But what's cool about that plant in particular is that out of the four hundred thousand plants in the entire Earth, you know, mm -hmm. uh, biosphere, it has the it it produces it has the ability it sorry it has the precursors 
to serotonin higher than any other plant on the, on the uh, plant kingdom. And by, by eating that plant, you will get the precursors to, it's actually called 5-HT. 5-HT metabolizes into 5-HTP. 5-HTP is basically the serotonin of the body. And when you eat 5-HTP or the extracts of that uh, uh, Gryphonia simplicifolia, it is undeniable for most people that they don't feel happier. You know, serotonin is the feel-good yeah. hormone in the body. And I know that there are, are people out there that study hormones are rolling their eyes going, that's awfully simplistic. Well, it is, but it, uh, it, for, this, for this purpose here, people can understand the impact that plant medicine can have simply by doing that and i mean i take it every day my wife takes it every day i have friends in south africa who started taking it well he actually he gave it to his wife or his wife found out and now she is much much easier to live with he says is that a part of your uh, cognition it is it is oh, in wow. the it is in the formula yeah, and wow. in fact, it's in the formula in Gryphonia simplicifolio, not the extract. So what what we have seen is that if you can give the body bio bio um, what's not bioidentical bio, uh, it's where the body rec recognizable bio recognizable forms. It goes, mm -hmm. yeah, we know what to do with this. Thank you very much. And it then turns it into serotonin, which floods the body, which gives you that feel-good sense. And for those who may not understand what I'm talking about, is if you wake up in the morning and going, wow, today's going to be a great day. I can work on the projects and my life and the things I'm doing. If you've got that gusto, you chances are your body has that flood of feel-good hormones called serotonin. And if you do not, if you wake up with dread, you wake up with, you know, like, eh, life is not worth it, then you need to experience what that feels like. And one of the fascinating things that I didn't know about until like a year ago serotonin naturally metamorphoses i'm sorry i'm using a more of a spiritual term but it it um mm -hmm. uh it it um what's the scientific term i forget but it moves it it breaks down into melatonin when the if the sun oh, goes wow. down all the the serotonin in the body goes it's time and it morphs into melatonin and melatonin, of course, is one of those things that make you sleep well sleep. at night. It relaxes you. And sure enough, people that take a Gryphonia simplicifolio report that their sleep is better, which is odd because it makes you feel good during the day, but then it also allows you, mm. once, the, once the sun goes down, the lights get dimmed, you sleep better as well. So heck yeah, heck yeah. Hormones, hormones are affected by what we are eating, specifically plant medicine. Nice. Great. So, uh, so, so much to absorb. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay, uh, Scott, my next question is a lot of understanding about plant medicine for the mind is, is, is already there in Ayurveda. Yeah. And even you are tapping the uh, power of Ayurveda too, to come up with your specifically yeah. the cognition uh, product. So 
which ayurveda cognitive boosting plants or compounds can have can, or or have a positive impact on a variety of mental functions i mean uh, you know or the the other way my question is like you know what are some of the common herbs or plants that a person should be using as a part of their dietary practice every single day to make sure that the cognitive function is working well yeah not to sound like a salesperson, but we put all eight of them mm -hmm. into cognition. All eight of them that, went into I am it. going to check out that <laughs> definitely for sure. And along with cognition, what else? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, along with cognition, what else is affect? Oh, along. You mean what else does it affect besides cognition? Yeah, or no? I mean, what other plants are, are yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Should be a part of daily life. Yeah, uh, uh, Bacopa monieri is another really, really good one. Bacopa, also just Bacopa. Is there Have a simple people... name for that? I wish there were. <laughs> I wish there was. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it, it, there isn't. I, I Maybe there is, but I just have never found mm -hmm. it. I, actually, I think Bacopa might be known as... Oh, I bet you one of your listeners is going to type something in, you know, and tell us what it is. I can't remember. Uh, another was uh, Celestris panicolatus. I know. This is why this is so hard when I do these. People have to see the words and then go research it and go buy mm -hmm. that particular thing. Uh, Centella asiatica is a really uh, good one. And I forget what Centella is. Centella is known as... It's another... That's a fairly common one. I'll bet you your mom mm -hmm. has it in her garden. Um, okay, here's another cool one. And this is really good because it goes back to the hormones. There's one called Macuna purians. Macuna purians is also known as velvet bean. Velvet bean, I think, started growing in Africa, but now it grows in Southeast Asia. It grows in India because of the uh, health benefits and the, and the chemical compounds found in it. Macuna purians has the highest amount of L-DOPA or a precursor mm -hmm. to L-DOPA. And of course, L-DOPA turns into dopamine. And dopamine, in a very simplistic way, is the, um, it is the hormone that allows you to look at a project and that is going to take longer than two seconds and go the the pain and the work involved in getting that is worth it. It's the driving force behind mm -hmm. our drive to go out and do something doing. that make the doing something. Yeah, it's the reward. That's it. It's the reward hormone that you can't wait to what it feels like to have gotten that or to accomplish that. So it's a very important one, especially for people dealing with uh, depression or anxiety because it's the it's the thing that drives you and me to yeah. go out and do things even if they're hard so that's that's another one makuna makuna is powerful that way and uh, yeah that's that's all that's all i'll say about and that that's one. also a part of cognition you bet it is you bet perfect yeah. perfect yeah so okay so uh, uh, Scott, I have another question, which would be, I think, a very common question amongst all of the listeners. Like when we say a cognition enhancing herb or a product, and when we say drug therapy, okay, yeah, what is the difference? For, for, this is for somebody who doesn't understand, like you know, how cognition enhancing products work and how you know drugs for anxiety or all these uh, mental issues work. So for, for such people, it could be one and the same thing, but how would you want to differentiate the two? Yeah. 
Um, one nourishes the body to health. The others have a tendency to tweak it, uh, which is why oftentimes pharmaceutical drugs come with a long list of uh, side effects and precautions because they, they're very well aware that they are tweaking something in the body. They're very rarely a nutrient that is like a vitamin C, like a protein, like, a, a, you know, something that's filled with minerals, that is filled with, um, you know, uh, uh, ingredients that the body needs to. They're, what they are skilled at doing very well is blocking things or tweaking organs to pull out certain things or, or changing the chemistry inside of things. And, uh, you know, and at this point, I have to say, this, I'm not anti-medicine. I went through soldier, shoulder, shoulder surgery a year ago, and the amount of pharmaceuticals needed for that to work, for mm -hmm. them to put me out so that they could, what, crack open my bones and do things that, had I been awake, uh, you know, I couldn't have handled. I would have screamed and, you know, run away. And then also just what it takes for them to do that work to prevent the blood, blood, blood clotting and so forth, you know. So this is not anti-pharmaceutical. It's saying there's a right tool for the job. So yeah. pharmaceuticals are phenomenal at saving your life and getting you out of danger, plucking you away from death preventing you from dying or really, really breaking down. Extreme conditions. Extreme conditions. But as soon as you're out of that, you want to start nourishing your body to your best ability. You And this is what this whole podcast is about, is learning that there may be solutions out there that Mother Nature is dying to give you. They are here for a reason. And if we can learn to find those and tap into those, and all of a sudden you start to feel better by nourishing yourself through what you're putting into your mouth instead of paying a prescription for a pill that is the wrong tool past that initial stage of the problem. And I can just add on here, like having gone through these, uh, you know, phases of emotional, mental issues in the past and coming over, you know, you know, controlling all of that and being here where I am right now. Uh, the feeling of feel good and the feeling of feeling lively and living is missing when you are on the drug therapy for, for oh, mental conditions. Yes. But feeling of being lively and actually living and enjoying and joy that that joy factor only happens when 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 you know you uh, your mind is supplied with what it needs to be nourished well. yeah yeah so that's a very subtle aspect but this is what i noticed in 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 my own healing journey that somewhere on a drug therapy you 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 are alive but then you know that lively factor is not there which is there yeah. when your mind is well nourished yeah. yeah that's really really important that is the distinction yeah, yeah. amen okay. so uh Mm. Uh, Scott, tell us, uh, tell us something about cognition now. Like you know, we've talked about uh, 
how you know plant extracts work and importance of plant medicine but how did you come up with cognition and you know what exactly is the job of cognition how can it help people yeah uh, it really came about during the pandemic and over the last six years of you know my own country i you know we we saw our country torn apart by this divisive divisive behavior that had been probably simmering under the surface for all these years and then it and suddenly it had a chance to come out mm -hmm. and it just reminded me so much uh, this is a bit uh dramatic but i'm a history buff and it did remind me a lot of uh you know germany pre-world war ii that feeling like people were behaving like mad people you know they really were and they, they had they were building audiences because of the technology of the internet and because of you know just mm -hmm. the, the all the tech that is out there they were building these bigger and bigger audiences and these very mentally vulnerable to this kind of rhetoric were suddenly being pulled in and it was giving them a sense of of uh, power it was false power but it was it, and it was mortifying to see just horrifying it was really really scary i i thought you know there's no way in my country we're a very intelligent we're we're ultimately a very good you know group of people based on a really f good fundamentals and we learned very quickly that that's not true anymore and and uh you know answering that question like how did this happen that's the conclusion i came to is that we've slowly poisoned ourselves to the point where we've lost our minds so that was really the the impulse behind creating cognition as you mentioned when we first started i actually started i created what's called a nootropic a nootropic is a fancy word for cognitive mm -hmm. enhancing substance or plant and so forth we created a nootrope back in 2007 and 8 that sold in every Whole Foods store. We had, God, a half a million dollar orders coming from the Ukraine. It was really, really cool. But it also wasn't that strong. And that was the biggest mm -hmm. mistake I made. So I called my Ayurvedic friend, the, the doctor, who ha was actually immigrating to the States at the time. And I said, I said, I have this idea. I want to create the world's most potent nootropic cognition formula and he was so delightful he just said you know in in his wonderful accent he just said i have just the things for you and the technology is now where we can do it so that's really what mm -hmm. the the uh, impulse behind it was was to create the strongest one and i will say this that cognition is a very bitter formula it's a liquid it comes in four ounces and it's it's mm -hmm. bitter it's you know when you put it in your mouth you you kind of it winces it's got some flavoring we put in some you know citrus and we put in a little mm -hmm. bit of this and that it's still very bitter medicine so but that's the nature of those plants is that when you extract out the active compounds you're working with alkaloids and alkaloids by their very chemical structure cause a very bitter reaction in the mouth so but that's that was the impulse behind it and we put in kind of the kitchen sink of everything but it was great because dr j was actually great he's we're basically building a chord structure like a musical chord that you have to have that really high note and that's the osimum sanctum the holy basil the tulsi mm -hmm. 
-hmm. That's the highest note. And then you're building on that so that it's kind of hitting all of the notes and affecting all of the complexity of of the brain and the mind. And uh, so that's what it is. We've got seven Ayurvedic plants, many of which I've mentioned. And then we also put in one that's called uh, aglycerol phosphocholine, or if you just want to call it choline. Choline is mm -hmm. really the, it's the gasoline of the, um, of the uh, neural, uh, what am I trying to say? The, the, it's, it's the main, ing main ingredient to getting the brain functioning. It's like the, it's mm -hmm. like the gas. It's like, the, it's like sugar to the bloodstream. And mm -hmm. uh, so choline is, is the last one. And that's really not uh, an Ayurvedic compound. That's just an, ex uh, you know, it's kind of like a vitamin extracted from, from, uh, um, from citrus. That's mm -hmm. what we have because we need that big, big punch behind all of the rest of it to, to kind of encapsulate it. And that's it. Those are the, you know, eight ingredients. And there's no caffeine. There's no stimulants. It's an important distinction. None of this is a stimulant. You know, it doesn't mm -hmm. tweak the body. It nourishes the body. It gives it the, the precursors to the ingredients that it needs to function well. Um, and, yeah, it's phenomenal. I'm, it's, the, it's, my, it's my proudest achievement. It really is. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, four ounces. It lasts a long time. It lasts about six weeks. It's uh, $79 on our website. But if you buy two bottles, because it lowers our shipping, it drops the price to $59, which is very reasonable. Our, our yeah. margins are not that high. I was just working on the Excel spreadsheet today because we need to order again. And um, so, yeah, that's it. And we actually want to come out with a a gel cap they there's a company that now creates a vegan gel cap up till now they've mm -hmm. all been you know beef based yeah and i yeah. I, I wanted to you know and a lot of people are okay with that but enough aren't and so i i want to get a gel cap version so that kids mm -hmm. can start taking it easier plenty of kids that already was my it. next question who can take it yeah who everybody can everybody can take it they're nutrients it's like asking you know who can take uh who can take vitamin c vitamins and vitamin? yeah okay. you know wow. yeah great my, my order definitely is coming as i told yeah okay yeah and we ship worldwide you know we it's you know and we actually subsidize the shipping we charge 28 dollars. but if people you know that's no matter how much people order because it, it's mm -hmm. it's you know it's it's it does oftentimes it's so much the weight it's just shipping mm -hmm. the dang thing that's what costs us so yeah and what is the dose like how, uh, how is one small and for, for the kids as well as for the adults is it yeah the dose? each um each it comes in a pump and it's quite it's okay. quite thick and kind of has the consistency of like uh, like a milkshake you know like it's kind of thick okay. uh and two two you know two small um squirts Space. you know pumps okay. pumps is generally okay. good but i you know i'll do seven eight ten you know at a time but most people two to four two to six and then you know it you can vary it because it's not a stimulant you can take it in the morning and take it at noon you can try it maybe at three or four four or five o'clock in the afternoon everyone is different so you have to you know yeah. play around with your own internal chemistry with it but and some people get away with just one pump that's why it can last for some people two months or even okay. longer. Me, I go through a bottle easily in a month. That's that's enough. But I'm a big guy. I'm six foot eight, two hundred four centimeters. Mm -hmm. I'm you know I'm a giant. Mm 
but but you but mind was you're very stable so you know i think it should last you longer yeah yeah well you know i'm i'm one of those guys that i like to oh, i like the big doses of things it's just just, mm -hmm. just in my nature i always get mm -hmm. this feeling like i'm you know like i'm doing my mm -hmm. body really good it's the same mm -hmm. thing with the mushrooms i take so many mushrooms probably may much more than i actually need but i like that idea because I'm into longevity. I want to see. Can I last till 105? I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. that's that idea. No, that, that, that this mushroom thing actually recently started in India. Also, like one of my friends started her own farm, and she started doing these. Um, uh, I don't remember what kind of mushrooms, but yeah, she gave me these uh, these red, big red mushrooms, like very hardy and very woody kind of. A oh, Ganoderma uh, uh, lucidum. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lingji. But there's like. Rishi or Lingshi? It's the same word. Uh, Rishi mushroom. Rishi mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rishi. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the. So that... I, I still have that. I still have that. So what she told me was, and she did some research into that. She just told me to take a you know small uh, piece out of it, and it's very hardy. So you really need to boil it in water for Bo for a few yeah. hours and take yeah. a big pan and just make a until that it becomes a concoction, which is like you know uh, about say one eighth or something and just store it and just have one teaspoon added with water every single day That's and it. she experienced amazing changes like she had a black pigmentation on her forehead for years like she tried all the derm derm derma solutions and did a lot of you know stuff and all that then she started mushrooms and she did not knew she because she was into that business she, she started it and uh, I guess within a month or so after taking this dose of reishi mushroom extract that she made at home, uh, her forehead was all clear. I mean, that was the visible effect on the face, but I'm sure something definitely must be going on inside the body as well. That's the coolest part, isn't it? When you yeah. see something change on your skin or your eyes or your face, yeah. it's pretty cool to go, what is happening in my liver? What's happening in my kidneys for that? The end result, you know? I mean, the amount of chemistry that's going on. Oh, I can tell you stories of people peeling off moles every day. These are people with a lot of moles and, you know, skin tags and so forth. It's got, here's four more from taking the mushrooms. Yeah, it's to me, it's one of the best things for clear skin is a daily dose of medicinal mushrooms. and. Wow, that is all right. Now I got to come to India. Definitely, please come over. No, you just have a month's time to come. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So, uh, Scott, last few questions. Um, what are the changes uh, that a person can experience once they start taking cognition, and how quick the results are? Yeah, that's what's kind of cool about the formula is that there's there's some aspects of of cognition that people report changes like in 30 minutes like mm -hmm. suddenly they feel on they feel like they can get focused and people can read the test some of the testimonials we only post you know five percent of the stories we get on our website but people will say i am in the zone i'm able to work clear and then the longer term ones is i just feel more alive or i feel better or my sleeping is better, uh, you know. So that's the range. I, I don't know. We've only been selling this since September. Mm -hmm. So the long-term okay. effects of all this, you know, over time is a that's a good question. I don't know. Um, okay, maybe maybe I'll give you some results there. Uh, there you go. Yeah. 
something. Let me know. Okay, definitely. Okay, so uh, okay, um, Scott. Now, since we are talking about plant extracts uh, yeah. that have limited effect on mood and focus, what are some of the suggestions that you would want to give to the listeners? Well, I think you know, instead of giving them like what to take, because we've already kind of talked about those things, I mm-hmm. just think if people can start to ponder some of the bigger uh, macro ideas of what we've talked about, and the main one is that idea that mental health, you know, depression, anxiety, ADHD, motivation, focus, concentration, and most importantly in this time, clear level-headed thinking versus cult thinking can be profoundly helped through nutrition and when i say nutrition i mean specifically those group of plants that we don't talk about in our western culture in our modern culture those they're not hidden but they're hidden to us that have a definitive result on cognition we're already familiar with a couple of them green tea you know, and coffee. We already know that there are plants out there that help us with our mind. Well, there's more of them. Start to learn about them, read about them, study the science, study the, you know, again, don't wait for what? Your doctor for CNN to tell you? Go out and start to experience, just like your friend. Look at that. Had she waited? For what? The local hospital or the local group to say, we found out that reishi mushroom can clear this forehead discoloration. She would be dead. Instead, she yeah. just And she read. just discovered by chance because she was doing it and it happened. And she, I mean, so the same story like I had, you know, I, I started on to this and then I realized, okay, yes, this works. And this is yeah. the only thing that works. It's the only thing that works. Yeah. yeah. It makes yeah. sense. We have to we have to work with mother nature. We have to. And that's the other cool thing is that you st- once you get that kind of healing, it 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 throws you. It just go, "Oh my god, how come how?" It just it puts you into that sense of wonder and it it just naturally makes you a better thinker. Uh, do I join science with spirituality? Do pardon me? Do I join whatever you've just mentioned, the scientific part of it, with spirituality? Okay, so I'll, 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 I'm just asking you: Do I do I co-join that? Co-join. Okay, okay. What I'm trying to say is, uh, whatever that you've just mentioned, um, there, there's an alternate thought going on in my mind, which is coming in from the uh, learnings and philosophy of yoga. Okay, till now we had just been talking about Ayurveda. Okay, the, the the plant extracts and all of that. Now yoga and uh, Ayurveda are sister sciences. So, uh, you uh, Ayurveda approach works on the body. Of course, you know the kind of foods that it recommends. It has they do have an indirect impact on the mind and very strong impact on the mind with all these plant foods that we are talking about. But uh, the, the, there's a very uh, interesting yoga guru, Paramhans Yogananda. Do read about him. Uh, so this person, uh, this yoga guru actually has in, emphasized a lot on the science of self-realization, precisely a very scientific approach of realizing your best potential. Okay. And this is very, 
correlative term with what we are trying to say enhancing your cognitive abilities only when your cognitive abilities are to a level where you are a clear thinker you know your direction you know your purpose of life is where you uh, you know you just keep going without getting deviated by what's coming in by this or somebody telling you this or media telling you this and you're living at the peak of who you can be so this entire science on the spiritual side has been covered by paramhans yogananda who who has a specific approach and a way of uh, living which which teaches you how to realize your best potential and in that approach he also covers this uh, science of energy of foods so energy of foods is an inherent part of this entire approach that he talks about and so so he talks about these common foods only but he talks them from the perspective of how do they have an impact on the mind say for example apples or bananas or or these regular foods but you know science talks about these many pro, uh, nutrients these many vitamins minerals and all of that in his approach he will say apple this kind of energy banana this kind of energy your mind will behave this way your apple your mind will behave this way so it's it's a very uh, i mean you know it's 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 so interesting to see that what science is saying uh, yoga and ayurveda have already in some way actually proven all of that it it already exists so i was just creating that awareness so mm. that, that mm. Yeah. i definitely okay. think that that all of that changes people's sense of their place in the universe and if that term is called spirituality it definitely affects one's sense of awe and the mystery of the yeah. universe without a doubt it 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 it's very difficult not to yeah okay. so scott my last question is what are some of the things uh, uh rules and guidelines that you've learned or picked up uh in 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 your practice over years and you know which have actually stood the test of time and crucial to longevity wow um well i think the underlying one is the notion of uh cleansing you know detoxification i think that that is is uh in my awareness every day i know it's in my wife's awareness we talk you know it's not like we talk about it but we're just aware you know keep every keep all of the channels flowing keep things mm -hmm. moving where are where are where are things stuck and why would they be stuck and using nutrition using you know water um using good sleep i love the science coming out now about how in good sleep the that wave that comes up the spine to remove the uh mm. the metabolic waste of the the past day's brain that's phenomenal to me mm -hmm. uh i love that they are now proving that so that's probably the number one thing uh number 2 i think is is that when i have a pain in my body when i have something going wrong i oftentimes uh can associate it with some food that i am eating that no longer works for me and one of the biggest places where that is difficult to see is if it's a food that seems to work for most people but boy it just doesn't work for my yeah. body for somehow you know and anyone who's ever dealt with um um you know allergies or something like that know that you know i've i've got a bookkeeper yeah. if 
you know, since birth, if she even smells peanuts, she can go into uh, anaphylactic shock, if that's the right word. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's yeah. such a negative reaction. And yeah. there are a lot of foods, hundreds of foods like that, that cause pain in the joints, cause, you know, swelling in the face or the arms or the joints. And you've got to become aware of those. And that's yeah. as I get older, that's probably the most interesting you know, exploration to go, what? I woke up in my, you know, my third joint on my left ring finger, you know, or right ring finger it suddenly hurts. Why, why is that? And sure enough, I look back and, you know, I have to change something that in the past I used to be able to eat and now I can't eat. So I guess those are the, you know, you know, those are the things I would leave people with to think. Yeah, about. and I guess uh, you've you've just said that right because in my practice, when I realize that uh, even though there is a level of awareness, either it's coming from maybe media or or if I am creating that awareness, or if it is coming from any third source also, even though people know about it, they're still in denial. I mean, you know, they know it; it's not working for them, but habitually or or out of taste or out of habit, they 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 ought to have it. I mean, it takes quite a long time for them to actually sink that feeling in that okay this is not working for me even if it it's it's maybe you know the media comes and says or you read it somewhere or uh, you know it's good but it may not be good for you that's right that's right that's what that's the hardest part is when everyone else says this is good for you well maybe for most people but it it's not working for me yeah that's the hardest part yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Great, Scott. It was really nice talking to you. And it is Pleasure. always nice talking to you. I mean, I have so many questions when, when you're there. There is some, you know, um, uh, I, I just very deeply correlate with what you're doing and, you know, how we communicate. So thank you so yeah. much for being there. So, and uh, just help the listeners know where they can contact you and if they would want to know more about cognition, where they can, you know. Yeah, you. go to our website, uh, synapticscientific.com. So I'll just post that on the chat and it okay. will be available uh, for the uh, people who are listening to the podcast later as well. You you can tell them I am just writing down yeah. the uh, website. There, I just posted the link as well, the Synaptic Scientific. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and go there and, and if they go to the, you know, contact us, I'll see that message. So if they've got questions or want to talk about anything that we've covered here, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not so busy that I won't respond. I'll respond to everybody. Perfect. So is there, a, is there any inquiry uh, section uh, maybe on your website where if somebody wants to know more about how it works? Because I guess it's a new upcoming area, at least in India, you know, there is a level of education we need before we realize that, okay, there is something called cognition enhancing stuff. So you bet the whole website. Educate. Yeah, there's there's videos, there's uh, where we haven't yet put up the science, you know, the science section. And the, the reason mm -hmm. for that is legal, you know, one of the at least in yeah. our country. It, you have to walk a very fine line between describing to people what the science is and then being told that you are, uh, you know, practicing medicine. Yeah, so I it's understand. a very fine line. And we always say that we're not doing any of that. And these are just herbs and compounds and you have to try them out mm -hmm. for yourself. Perfect. Great. So thank you so much, Scott. Anything uh that you would want to say before we end up the session? No, just thanks very much. And I mean that about coming over. I want to, I want to meet, 
Thank you so you much. Yeah, definitely. I am hoping to meet you someday. For yeah, sure. and I think <laughs> I think my wife would. Well, you've interviewed my wife. Yes. Oh, I that's would, right. I would love to have it again. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Oh, we got we got to come over. We got to come over. <laughs> Please come over. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. okay. Nice talking to you. You Perfect. too. Goodbye. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.